You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. And Cal Morrison in Seattle. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. All right, here we are again. And uh, how's everything going out there for you guys? I know there's been some like spikes and activity and mm. the COVID stuff. We thought we were mm-hmm. kind of getting better and mm-hmm. some states, not so much. How are you guys doing? Yeah, I've been reading that. Um, feeling good. We're like slowly venturing out and doing things, which is kind of fun to get back to real life. <laughs> nice. Uh, I will say just work-wise has been still really good and really busy. So like that's keeping me like glued to the desk, uh, more, more than ever. Um, so I, am not complaining in any way. I just, yeah. I just hope we, we continue to do this safely and get back on track, uh, hopefully sooner than, than we think, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Amen How about that. you guys? What's it like in your towns? Chicago's doing a lot better. Chicago's yeah. good. Like it's yeah. the, it's kind of down in the curve. We're in phase four today. So, um, oh, really? yeah, we're in phase four starting today, which means like indoor dining again, which yeah, yeah. seems a little, you know, Oh, so, okay. Yeah. We're, we've been in four for like two weeks then. So yes, I thought, what is five, the final five is like when there's a, when there's a vaccine, there's a cure. And that's like, yeah, we're not that's even like, yeah, let's just this, enjoy yeah, number four. Really. <laughs> Wait, that's exactly. very interesting. This greater Seattle area, we're only at two. Really? We just initiated phase two. Wow. And you would think LA. Yeah. It's like kind of interesting. Uh, we just didn't wait. We just initiated phase two. Three. Well, people are now saying two and a half, but it was, <laughs> la- it was last week. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, it's, it's really neat. I mean, it's great to obviously see, but they're being very, man, they're being so cautious when you go into a place that tells you exactly like how many number of people can yes. the customer can be here uh there's tape and, and things all over the ground to kind of, and smart the way that to see man i just applaud every small business too. yeah i've been yeah. tipping like touches, extra yeah. like you know it's like the, just seeing the smiles on fit well you don't see smiles they tell you they're smiling because of the masks but uh, if the smiles printed on the mask then yeah you know, i have to tell you something relative to that yeah so since you can't see the mouth and you can see just up above the, mm-hmm. the bridge of your nose basically and up I can't, I've had maybe a handful of people tell me that I look like the chick from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, I've always D? thought that. D. You have? Oh, I've never, yeah. I've never thought that. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I've always thought a little Hillary Swank, but I've There's never thought. Yeah. People, people tell me Hillary, mm-hmm. Hillary Swank. That's yeah. so funny. Oh, you're so, deep. you're so D. You're so D. Just so like, God damn it. I think it's the, the eyes in your hair have always had a similarity. Like there's maybe, something. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, but if, if I can only just be as Just have a mask printed as, as D's like mouth. Yes. And go in public <laughs> I, and just. I love that idea. Autographs. So people listening to the podcast right now, we are actually live on Instagram. So I feel, and with Instagram, I'm talking to you guys now over here. um, (laughs) We can't have all of us on at the same time live. So I think I feel weird because everyone's watching us thinking like, why can we only hear Wes? So we tried to, to, but there's feedback. Yeah, that's that's okay. I think it's great that it's just some, it's, it's you at least. I think that's great. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's going to be a live Q&A show this this time, just answering all your questions coming in from Instagram. And we've got a few in the hopper as well. And then at the end of the show, we do have a pretty major announcement. So stay tuned for that. You're not going to want to miss it. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, stay tuned for the announcement. Uh, So, but before we get to the questions, let's talk FreshBooks. You guys have always wanted to see a live FreshBooks (laughs) reading. I can tell. Yes. (laughs) I am here for you, basically. So FreshBooks, we love FreshBooks. We've said it before. We'll say it again. We'll keep saying it. Uh, They are an amazing way for designers who don't want to make uh, their own invoices. They don't want to do it. It's not fun. It's not creative. It's what accountants do. So FreshBooks steps in so you don't have to get the accountant. You don't have to pay the accountant. It's all-in-one solution. You basically can make these really branded, slick-looking invoices that match your branding and your colors, and they send them out automatically. 
you just generate the client. You say how much they owe you. You send it out. They follow up with the late payment reminders if you don't pay on time. Um, just gets you set up really fast for success. Um, and their, uh, their customer support is world class. You know, whenever there's anything that goes wrong, which is hardly ever, Mikel just calls them up to chat, really. It's not a, when <laughs> I think a when something goes wrong, it, it's, it's something I did, and then they fix it for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. User error, right? Yeah. But they answer the phone in three rings or less, um, which is pretty unheard of these days where you don't have that horrible automated phone tree oh. thing you got to go through first. So you, you wonder why everybody else doesn't do it the same way. Exactly. Take a cue from the Canadians in FreshBooks. <laughs> so to claim your 30-day unrestricted free trial, go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about a section. Once again, freshbooks.com and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about a section. All right. So I'm going to get the show started here by there's a little thing here on Instagram Live where I can tap it and I can see the questions nice. that have come in so far. And guys, we don't have a lot yet. I need you to step up the questions if you're watching. Get in some um, yeah, so we want to start with one that I got. I will, I want to start with this one. Do it because I think it's it's poignant and thought provoking at the same time, which is really what this is all about today. Yeah. <laughs> it's from Al Palmer, and Al says, "Why does Mikkel not say I I I anymore?" Uh oh, <laughs> is that something he used to say, Mikkel? It is. It is. <laughs> I don't I recall that. You you don't I don't know. I, I, I. Oh yes yes yes. I think I think it I phased out of that a little while ago. Do you guys ever go through like verbal expressions that you recognize that you utilize for a good period of time and then it phases out and maybe sometimes yeah. it comes back in. I think it depends One on the example period. that I cannot handle uh, right now is people okay. still saying I know right. Yeah. Right. Right. Try bananas. Or bye. bananas. Yes, and bye. Oh. Well, it's that whole oh. like Kardashian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speak that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, no I, one's I, got time for it. I, well, guess what? She's bringing it back, folks. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to bring it back if I can even remember, but I do remember that I used to say that a lot now. And you know, hopefully it hasn't been replaced with like, you know, that F bomb. <laughs> yeah. Something something Maybe when they we were trying sign off. Trying not to, you said <laughs> I, I, I a lot instead of <laughs> something else. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I love I it. Love that Just make it your new sign off or your new sign on. You'll be fine. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so let's go ahead with one of yours, Nick. Let's uh, yeah. Let's you know a very questions. timely question that I had. When you guys pop in your questions in the chat, right? Yeah, and I got a little bit of insight on this. Was a lot of people asking, should you apply for a uh, PPP loan at this point? Mm. Uh, which I, a lot of people were talking about, and I had seen. I'm sure you guys have seen a lot of people doing that as well and putting posting it out there. Um, and I spoke to a few other designers, and then my my financial person reached out and said, why haven't you applied yet? And I didn't Explain understand what it. that is real quick. So it's a small anyone. business. It's a paycheck protection program. Mm -hmm. And there is one for self-employed sole proprietors. And you don't have to have, you can just use your social security as your tax ID. Again, any of this kind of stuff, I always suggest going to your, your financial person or uh, anyone that might help do your taxes or anything like that. Um, my guy kind of sent me an email with the link and I found it for uh, sole proprietor self-employed. And what this means is the, the, the paycheck protection program is for you as your payroll. And if it's just you, uh, it's considered a forgivable loan, meaning it's, it's something you do not have to pay back. So I would suggest everybody check in with their person, talk about it. Um, time could, is of the essence with it because uh, apparently there's only a certain amount to be given. Yeah. And I got approval in about four days and I was quite surprised how fast it was a very quick email uh, form that you fill out. One thing you do need to have is either your 2019 tax uh, 1040C done or in draft form. So even if you haven't submitted it yet, uh, you do it as a draft with the best numbers as possible that you know, and you file that in there. So just a okay. tip that if anyone's thinking about it, um, obviously, check just in the with, tip uh, from Nick. There you right. go. Yeah. So, uh, so and is it through? Is it through specifically your state, your city? Is it? Is it a federal I, level? That's a great question. I believe it is. Oh gosh, that's a good question. Here's what I did. Fresh Books 
is linked with a service. So when you go on FreshBooks, it's a prompt on there. I didn't even know this was on there until my accountant said, look at your software. Um, QuickBooks does the same thing. And I use something called, I believe it was Fund, Fundbox. And Fundbox was the service that will represent you. You apply through it. You put in your banking tracking number, your routing number, and it will be automatically deposited if you are approved. So look into one of those things um, as well. They have um, a whole COVID section. Maybe it's one of the resources yes. within. Okay. Exactly. Because they also have stuff about um, if you've got, if you got the refund thing or if you got the supplemental thing, tips and things like that. So whatever you're using, or if you have a, a trusted person that you talk to about these things, check with them and see. But I was quite surprised. And everybody, I, I talked to two people that said they applied one night and it was approved the next day. And um, that was like three weeks ago. So mine took, like I said, about four days and it got approved. So I was pretty, pretty, pretty excited. That's, that's quite a, 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 a ease off my back for a few months, you know? That's awesome. I didn't know yeah. that that was still a thing anymore. I thought that was kind of toward the beginning of all this, but it's good to know it's still there. Yeah. And I, I guess it's a lot with our industry. I wanted to just be transparent with it and stuff because I wasn't hearing a lot of people talking about it. And then I was talking to other friends and family that are in other industries that where they are considered self-employed. Um, and even uh, RNs and people in the medical field that are self-employed, they all did. Like the, every single person went out there and said, this is affecting me. I got to do this. So check with your, your, your person, see, do a little research. Um, and if we can get some links, maybe I'll, I'll add them to the show notes, show notes. But just wanted to put that out there because I know a lot yeah. of people were asking. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So do you have any questions to get to from... One. Go for it, Mikhail. Okay. I, I had one that came in um, between now and the time that we recorded last time. That was, it's from Tim Cruise, which is such a Hollywood name, by the way. Oh my God. Yeah. And he's, Tim Cruise, I, know, I love it. That's Tim better Cruise. than Tom Cruise. Tim Cruise. <laughs> and um, he's asking about um, apparel vendors that are, are trusted apparel vendors for um, customizing face masks for um, an account or two of his own. Oh, cool. And, um, my my first thought is Real Thread. I can't speak highly enough about Real Thread. They're fabulous. And in fact, um, what I did for my family is I ordered um, three, the ones that you throw in the wash. Yeah. And that you continue to wear. Um, mm -hmm. And what's essential is that they're double layered when it comes to the fabric. I think that they all have to be PPP grade, right? So just to make sure that they're, I mean, excuse me, they're CDC grades to so make sure that, that, that they are abiding to those CDC guidelines. And um, because the more and the more articles and segments that I listen to on the news, that's becoming of utmost importance. Now I'm not really seeing many people wear the disposable ones anymore, to be honest. Yeah. People are wearing their own um, that yeah. they have bought and thrown to the wash and reuse and rewear. Um, so I bought these blank ones for my family and they're fantastic. They're awesome. It just speaks to the quality. So if this particular mm -hmm. kind was good quality, then I would imagine all the other selections that they have available um, are just as legit. Cool. Yeah. That's Do you guys have time to tested apparel vendors you use? I think what I found a lot of people were doing, and I, us as well, we had to go off of our list of people because unfortunately, like two, three weeks ago, or maybe even a month ago, they were all backed up. They had nothing in inventory. Um, yeah. And that was like, almost a month yeah. to probably even more. So yeah. now I'm assuming uh, anyone who's advertising or putting it out there. So I know real, real thread has been doing a lot of advertising more on it now. So I'm assuming their stock is pretty good, but turnover time, like how fast they can do it. And based on when you need it, yeah. luckily I feel like now it's, it's more of an, um, it's not that like urgency. It's more like, Hey, we're going to need it for a while. So find something yeah. good, design something good. Um, you can do direct uh, printing to it. I know T public actually even, was placing, uh, they put it in their library of stuff. So if you need a small run. And by the way, these guys need to that. lose the campaigning. Everybody's saying the same thing. We've got you covered. Mm -hmm. That's no, don't. I, no. Like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's about keep finding the person that can really work with your price point and yeah. your timeline more than anything. Cause they're all a little, uh, the, the materials and everything that they need. Uh, yeah. One might and be a lot of them may right. not have much in stock, and they utilize a third-party vendor. Mm -hmm. to and it takes longer. Yeah. All I would suggest is be very, uh, make sure you get a proof 
uh, even if they sh yeah. if they are sending you a picture of the the digital proof on yeah. the fabric to make sure your designs are good, and then have them in writing with you know delivery dates and you know uh, that kind of stuff. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. All right. So we've got one more question here. Um, yeah. We don't have a we don't have a whole lot. So uh, whoever's in here right now, Art Artemis Mia, maybe. Uh, go, ahead and, now. <laughs> go ahead and pop a question. Yeah, because well, I think we're losing people because it's just me sitting yeah, here. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I, feel, I wish yeah. there was a way to have us both on without the audio feedback. But I I, yeah, I've, I've noticed some people coming and just leaving because I'm just like stand, sitting there silently. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've <laughs> got the a most good one. exciting live feed. I've got a good one if you need it. Okay, cool. Well, um, let's go ahead and uh, uh, shits and giggles just joined. Hey, it's spelled like shits creek, <laughs> so that's nice. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Go ahead and ask your question if you've got one, and we'll get to it uh, in a second. Okay, so the, this question is from Shayla Design, and cool. she says, after creating a logo for a client, do you also provide them with a trademark, or do they do this? Um, hmm. That's a great question, and that's one of those things that, like, probably good I'm not, like, in the logo design business anymore because I was never really, like, hmm. very up on the legal side of things like that. So what do you guys say about that? I've, I've got a prompt in my discovery that says when we're at that stage, uh, they need to, they need to tell us if that's been decided, is it a registered mark? Is it a trademark? Is it a copyright? How mm -hmm. is it to be used on the logo? So it gets them thinking maybe two weeks in ahead of time while we're still putting the final things on the logo to know what, what that, what that has to be. And then they have to do all the legal and everything else. I have, maybe one or two links I can send them that are like, here's a trademark attorney. Um, you can obviously go on LinkedIn and find one in your neighborhood. So like, that's always a great thing is like, I think they always feel better when they find someone that's in their town that maybe they could even go to. Um, yeah. Because when you Jurisdiction's submit- Jurisdiction's key on that, right? Exactly. And when you submit for trademark, you know, there's obviously, a lot of times it's so weird. They want like a JPEG and then they want to just black and white. Then they want to see it applied to- a product or something that would be related to the brand you're making it for. So for one of my clients just the other day, they had to get a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like they had to go back and, and have to reissue it to make sure it was like, I think it, it expired or certain thing like that. So mm -hmm. we had to show it on like a cap on a hang tag on a t-shirt, things like that. And you show it, they want specific things. And I think that's why a, a trademark lawyer can help your client do that. So okay. I like to put it all in their hand, but guide them through it somehow. I don't want to be that person responsible for it or being sometimes that charge to tra trademark something is far yeah. beyond something I want to handle financially and then upsell them. You know what I mean? And plus it doesn't make sense. They have to buy it. They have to purchase it. It definitely feels like the kind of thing that, yeah, they, the company itself needs to be kind of in charge of that. Like I wouldn't want that. I feel like even if, it was expected to do that. I would not want that kind of legal responsibility. No, no right? exactly. You're opening yourself yeah. up for a lot of stuff there. So, yeah, I would say Shay Shayla that this is something that they should be doing on their own. By all means, do your research and talk to a lawyer yourself if that helps. Yeah, just to kind of figure out what advice you should be giving, but always give that advice with that caveat of, like, we've had lawyers on the show before, right? Where they always start yeah. that off by saying, "Any advice I give here is not." legal it's not really legal <laughs> advice it's for entertainment yeah. purposes only whatever um, yeah yeah i i wouldn't want to get too far down that road yeah i'd say on the design side too there's some uh think be clever with the way you add it i i find there's always uh either a a really great space to to you know put in that tm or that copyright sometimes there's not and it just it ruins the design so maybe even think ahead as you're designing something like uh, how will a TM or a copyright look on your logo? Um, I'm sure you guys have seen a few that you're just like, wow, could you have just, you know, kerned that in a little bit more or nestled it in yeah. that little area? Like, just be creative with it because people are having, a, I've seen a lot of good examples of it over the last few years. How are you well, using it? I think I've seen a lot too. Like I've had clients come to me and stuff with things where they, they're, they've got a logo to put in the website and I get the feeling of, they don't actually have this trademarked, but they yeah. just kind of put it in there, mm -hmm. which maybe that's good just to thwart people away from using mm -hmm. it. I don't know. Sure. 
I, like you could copyright anything. I think if you have an idea, like on your drafts, let's say you've sent something to a client and it's, even though you've signed off everything and you have your agreement, I, my, all my decks still have copyright 2020, you know, Nick Longo at the bottom, just, yeah. you can do that. That that's dates it, that puts something into play. It, you've shared it through email. So it makes it official. I think it, it, I've always been told that. So I do that a lot, but I think you're right. right. Like sometimes they just add it to a logo, like, yeah, to look official. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> most important, uh, bring it up to your client just so if something does happen and they didn't do it, they're going to be like, why didn't you warn me? You know, right. you never right. want to be in that situation. No. Nope. Yeah. You don't. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, anyone here watching right now, go ahead and ask your question. Um, we're going to get to all of them because there's not a whole lot so far. <laughs> Let me just see if there's any like, I don't, I don't know if they all go in this little question box like I, i've just never done this before oh i've got a few okay we've go. got a few here that were not Perfect. popping in the place where i thought they were going to so all right here we go let's start with krs pond they said best way to leave in-house and start getting clients get clients first get new clients how when why etc thanks so let me see <laughs> that again best way to leave your in-house job and start getting clients so yeah, I would definitely say get a few clients first, right? Overlap. Like that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, have that overlap. Nothing sounds scary or, or well, I would still say do that anyway, but you also probably want to have some kind of savings padding, you know, mm -hmm. to where it's, but I think you're fine even if you don't have savings, as long as you still have your job and then you transition into like moonlighting on the side, right? Yeah. That's how I did people it. People, um, I always love um, Stately Type. He had a great model where he said, um, in, until it surpasses what he was making in his full-time mm -hmm. gig, that's that. I think that was even his first threshold to say, okay, let me start considering it. Like he didn't even think about it until mm -hmm. that. And when it did, then he saw that you know it, not only did it surpass it, but he saw the gradual increase that was going on. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I would say to anyone, like, here's the thing. There's, there's certain risks that I think real, like entrepreneurial people take. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that one of them is just proving the concept first, which would be wow. not saying I need to surpass my income, but I'm saying, but as soon as you right. start saying, okay, there's something here and I would rather do that. And rather than say, because here's the thing, for most people, you're not going to be able to surpass your income if you're not giving it no. your all. So True. it's up to you and it's up to how much risk you feel like you can take. Yeah. You yeah. know, but prove the concept, prove that you're, that you have what it takes to work for yourself. Because let's face it, not everyone's cut out for that. Like yeah. some people are just. I think his responsibility level was huge with like three kids and you yeah. know, I think his wife was yeah. was working for his company. Yeah. Right. It wasn't like she had a job. So I think no. you're right. It's a personal decision on where that level becomes. But mm -hmm. yeah, and if it's if it's growing and doing great, and it's even matched half, I mean, it's it's a numbers game, and numbers won't lie with this. If you have savings and it's a and it's enough to get you by uh, month to month, uh, you know, maybe that's your your threshold, right? Like. Like, yeah. even if it's a lot less than what you're currently making, so that sacrifice is something right. interesting, you know? Well, because the, the thing is, it's hard to ever really get to a new level mm -hmm. when you're, feel, yeah. when you feel like you have to be completely comfortable. Because it's like that old phrase that I've heard so many times on so many podcasts, like, are you working on your business or are you working in your business? Yeah. If you never work yeah. on the business... And you're just working in the day-to-day, -day, like designing the logos rather than working on building that business. Mm -hmm. It's never going to really grow. It'll grow very slowly, like based on word of mouth and stuff. Yeah, but, that's true. Um, that's true. Because you'll always be, much... you'll always be juggling. And if you're giving it your all, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. It's like, um, and it, I, I hate, it's one of those questions where it's different for everybody. It really is. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not a you know, one size. Yeah. I think it's all about what you're comfortable with. But set a few goals. Then that way, I think if you're not setting a goal to say like, you know, let's say you're doing it right now and it's just a sprinkling of freelance and it's not enough to even consider. Then do you say by, you know, 
March of, of 2021, you know, we, I should be at four grand a month through freelance. Like, and if that's my goal now, how do I do it? You're right now work on the business. Like don't work for it, but solicit more, put more posts out on LinkedIn, do something to yeah. get to that level. And if you, if you don't put a goal in mind, how do you know like you've, that you've made an improvement, yeah. um, you know? So, well, and let's and, like, look at it. I think this is a good example too. So basically I brought up in the last episode, I'm pretty much ditching working on client projects at this yes. point in favor of the, the educational side of my business, you know, the, the program that I sell. So here's the thing that's scary, right? Because that's money that it could be coming in every month. Yeah. And I'm giving that up, but here's what I know based on my, the, the one program I'm selling that if I, that was money or time that I put into something really specific that I can sell over and over again. And that's been so much more profitable than that same time would be spent on doing a few client sites because yes. those are things that I'm doing it once and selling it once. And then I have to start all over again versus it's a little scary to get rid of that steady income to focus on something that I that may be a total flop, but yeah, I have faith that I have done it once and I probably can do it again. So it's like I'm giving up this money, but I'm making something that I feel is better use of my time in the long run. So I think that's kind of yeah. what we're talking about here. Um, yep. All right, cool. So let's see. Got some more questions here. Oh, Al Palmer says, you've been my walk to work listen for five years now. I love hearing that. Thanks so much. That's great, man. Yeah, oh, we, love, we that. love that. We love like meeting all you guys at the How Design, or not How, but um, oh, Adobe not, Live. I would and, say that's the yeah. highlight for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love it. Okay, actually, that's the only question we've got. So anyone here, pop a question into the chat and we'll answer it. It can be anything. Great, at the top of the line. <laughs> Even if it's a stupid question, we'll answer it, so... <laughs> i've got Are a you... fun one okay what do you yeah got? what this is from a listener steven he said what's the difference between being inspired and stealing ah that's a great one mm. yeah what do you I think i feel like we that? covered this a little bit with bill you know what i mean oh um, with logo trends and stuff right yeah, yeah i feel like we did address this a little bit but it's been a long yeah. time since we've talked by the about way it. it's time for that again i know yeah. he just He's came got with uh 2020 i believe yeah um I'm a fan of the inspiration zone happening for a particular project very robustly and, and for five, three or four days getting in, into all that. But then I remember saying, hearing someone say, get the inspiration, turn it off, close it, don't look at it again, have it all here in your mm -hmm. mind and, and then be inspired by it. Meaning like, like if, if it's not in my visuals, like view i can't copy it 100 percent. i can be inspired okay. by it by saying like if the the client's brief said this is going to be all nostalgic 1950s uh heavy stripes um ice cream parlor style vibe mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. i got my inspiration but and now i've seen it enough to go let me build my own version customize doctor yeah. Yeah. yeah you know because let's face it there are people out there that have looks and vibes designers that are Completely. truly inspired by a, a genre or Which an I've era always found to be fascinating you guys because sure we all have our own style that's preferred but you, at the end of the day you adhere to the target audience members for any given project yeah mm -hmm. you can merge the two there can be a hybrid that is cool between the mix and your creative consultants so you make recommendations at discovery phase about what is what makes sense to yeah. apply and the areas that you would definitely not suggest. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I've always thought that's kind of a curious little study. You have your, we all have our own style. Less is more. Yeah. I like polished white space, black space. Well, that's not necessarily can't that ne cannot necessarily be applied across the board to all your different yeah. various projects. Sure. Yeah. And like inspiration. I, I like your idea, Nick, about, kind of just getting it and then not looking at it again. I find that that might be hard for me yeah. to actually like keep it all up here. But yeah, yeah. what True. I'll say about inspiration versus stealing would be, 
I think stealing is kind of more or less when you're taking a lot, everything from one source. Yeah. Um, yeah. Versus kind of getting a hodgepodge of like, yeah. I like this color scheme. I like these fonts. I like this mm-hmm. overall treatment. Once you start getting stuff from a, a lot of different places, yeah. whether it's like even in the realm of what we're talking about or not, like it could, it could be from other logos or it could be from other websites. It could be from magazines, like anything. Yeah. Yeah. Once you start piecing it together into something new, then I think it's not really stealing. It's no, it's taking inspiration and making something that's yours. That's called multi-level inspiration. <laughs> By the way, yeah, you, know, you say that this happens outside of the creative space too. I mean, don't you mm-hmm. kind of, whether it's subconscious or not, you take note of like, we'll get together with friends and my, one of my good girlfriends, I, I like how she, mix and matched couple patterns in her outfit and without really recognizing it i start doing that myself you did not i start wearing <laughs> oh that happens with friends with friend groups and with couples sure. and stuff like they start big ass off. earrings with like a, a super tight t-shirt i mean i i yeah. don't i told i wouldn't be shocked if that has come about whether it's myself taking action with that or friends of mine too, or my sister or whatever you yeah, take. That, that's, a comp- that's like a compliment, right? That's, it totally that's like is. the line about totally flattery. And and comp- I yeah. totally agree it, with you, but then in the creative yeah. space, if there's a brand identity designer that sees that his shit got knocked off, he's pissed. Oh yeah. Like it's not a compliment. Yeah. Right. Oh, but I've seen blatant like ripoffs when something makes it to yeah. a level that it's made the rounds and it's when you search yeah. for like there was a very famous one it's a new york logo with it it's got a beautiful ny script that turns into a model line apple so it's like the, the big apple new york yeah logo mm-hmm. i forget the designer's name i should know this but it it made the rounds i mean it was on every really logo book dribble wow. award-winning whatever people just take it and replace the letters and it has nothing to do with them it needs it doesn't even need the apple and he finds and people send it to him like Uh that's how that's copying that's 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 great that's just go on come up with your own idea come on yeah it did always used to bother me though when i there was like there's like two separate designers who you'd always see like oh yeah on like whatever social media constantly complaining that their designs are being stolen like i can think of at least two so yeah. just like every day it's like, oh, your logos are so great. Everyone wants to rip them off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, cool. So we've got a few questions here. Anyone here uh, who hasn't asked a question yet, go for it and we'll get to it. And if sorry if it feels like I'm ignoring you, we're we, you just can't hear these guys. Yeah. All right. So first question is from our friend Shits and Giggles. She says, what's a good Skillshare class or series to learn more about web design and or marketing for a strictly print designer? That is a really great question. And I don't, let me see. I, I mean, I would just be looking at the title, so I couldn't really tell you. Um, I've never really taken like a web design course on Skillshare. Um, I do remember taking a really great um, Facebook ads course on there. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a bunch of them, so I don't really even remember what the, the title of it was. But um, they definitely have a lot of good stuff on there and just give it a go. See if you are jiving with the teacher and if you, or with what's being taught, if you don't like it, jump to the next one. There's a a million of them. Yeah. Yeah. But I, what I would say, if you're talking web design, um, if you don't already know how to use Elementor, look into that because it's going to make your life so much easier. Yeah. That's a great idea. And I think there's people on there. Are they doing, is that, being shown or shared on Skillshare? Oh, it's got to be. Yeah. I mean, it's Elementor is huge, and there's got to be several different courses on there about Elementor. So um, let's see. The next one is from Daniel Adams Design. Hey, Daniel says, what's your biggest takeaway or insight for where the industry is headed in relation to COVID and all the craziness going on in the world right now? Yeah. That's a good question. Great question, dude. Where the industry is headed in relation to COVID. I'd say communication is and copy are going to be, have always been in my consideration, Mm -hmm. the top when it comes to priority, when you're strategizing your design, I think more than ever, it's going to focus more on 
Is it communicating clearly, precisely, um, and, and efficiently, especially in uh, environmental design? And like we're seeing now, like I popped into one Starbucks and they figured it out perfect, right? They had the signage. It wasn't overly like crazy, but it told you exactly what to do in a friendly way. Then I was at a neighborhood place and it was like negative, 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 right? Like, don't do this, don't do that. And it was almost yeah. screaming at you how to get in line. And I was like, there's design failure and, and success right there. Yeah. So I feel like we're going to, we, we're going to have to know how to. It's like old man people. withers made that other sign. Like, yeah, my exactly. lawn. Single yeah. file. Don't you agree? It's kind of like communication, the copy, uh, you know, I'm, re I'm finally more impressed and, and inspired by advertisement more than ever in the last few months, just seeing good examples of, of how brands are getting through this and how they're, yeah. what they're saying, as opposed to following bandwagons. So, um, there's been you, a few commercials yeah. that are good. Like everyone's kind of jumping on that zoom call bandwagon for commercials, oh, but dumb. there are a few funny ones. The progressive there, ones are good. The progressive ones are good. And there's one about like tequila. I want to say, Oh, where it's like, then uh, how's your naked? It's like an orange and it's like peeled itself. <laughs> like, they're, they're talking fruits, right? Yeah. They're talking yes. fruits and one's an orange and then you, it cuts away. Everyone's like, like <laughs> that was great. yelling at for being naked and then it goes back and it's just, it's yeah, it's been peeled. So yeah, there's, there's, no, there's good ways of doing it. And there's, yeah. you know, I just, the, like, the touchy feely I, stuff is getting on my nerves a little bit. Sure. But it's also like, just, you know, there's like, I saw the great one for, I think it was Kia and it was just like, without saying anything too uh, specific, it was more about the, the, the open road and the road trip is calling. Like now is the perfect time. Like take a road trip USA. Like it was uh, America. It was like knowing that there's safe things you still can do and, mm -hmm. and, and getting back on the road and that kind of thing I thought was done in a very positive, uh, uplifting way. It kind of made you like, you're like, ah, yeah, why we can take a road trip. I can take my laptop and I can do a road trip right now. Like what, yeah. what advantages do we have right now? Like, what can we do that we weren't with everybody working from home? Right. So, right. um, but based on, I think on design specific, what do you guys think? Like uh, maybe clarity and like, and clear communication and design is more important than ever now, as opposed to uh, you know, that swing of, we go from crazy, fancy, heavily detailed. We always talk about in trends and then it goes back to simplistic, clean and minimal. Like, yeah, we I felt like we were going back to the, 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 the fanciness in the last few months. And now maybe this is going <laughs> to yeah. bring us back. Yeah. I don't know. But, I, mean, I wouldn't it's, be surprised it's a, if it did. Yeah. Yeah. But then it'll go back to fancy after it. Cause like, yeah. it's important to remember too, yeah. like, there's a lot of doom and gloom out there that basically makes it feel like the world yeah. will never be the same. I don't yes. believe that it will. Yeah. Like once this happens, like once we get, oh. yeah, thank you for saying. Get, that. Aren't it the pessimists be... really standing out right now? By the way, yeah, and like all these, all these people that are saying things like it'll never be this or it's not going to be what it used to be, but they never say for now. Like they always make it seem no. like. New world and, order and that's forever. It, just in the track with the news anchors. The news anchors not. are in that pool. They're not saying anything is temporary. They're just, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm not yeah. watching. This <laughs> <is> dramatic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, but you're right. There's still a place for the fun. There's still a place for the, hey, a, a, a brand can still exist and be, act as if something's normal, but they could be contributing and doing good things on the side that are, related to what we're going on right now, right? Wow, so, Nick, all of a sudden you got really loud and super clear for me. Whoa. Uh, was I oh. this close, probably? <laughs> no, you haven't really changed. I don't know what's... Interesting. Maybe I got really excited about that comment and I talked a little louder. <laughs> I am Hopefully Italian. blow everyone's uh, uh, speakers out. Yeah. Marty, I, I, have noticed, I have noticed a few clients wanting to be a little bit more daring and fun with a lot of the packaging stuff. And, mm -hmm. and, and it was almost like they were safe for a while. And now they've been given this, like, what the, what the fuck, let's just go do something fun. You know, now's the time. And that's cool. So yeah. that, that's part of the conversation too, I think. Yeah. The world needs a little more levity and I think we're about ready for it. Yeah. All right. So let's see if we have any new questions. Brittany Gaddis says, hi. Hi. What's up, Brittany? Welcome to the program. Hi, Brittany. 
All right, cool. So if anyone has any more questions, pop them in. But do you, if if not, do you guys have any more? I got a good one here before the big announcement. Yeah, I can dig deeper to see if other than that mask. I like some of these questions. I got a very uh, like that last one about copying and inspiration. This Mm -hmm. one's kind of falling in the same line. Is the client always right? What's the proper way to suggest a better alternative Uh when you're not seeing eye to eye? Right. No, the client's not always right. Um, In the end, it doesn't work that way to me. Yeah. Yeah. They're hiring you to be the expert. And if they're hiring you just to be a pair of hands, well, by the way, we've talked about this before. You know, there's different stages of your career where at the beginning, the best thing you can do is kind of learn and not just do whatever they say, but take direction that will lead you down a different path than what your own intuition would do because that's helpful but once you get to a point where you really are an expert and you know better than the client i mean it's i'm not saying you tell your client no you know very few people can get away with that you know um but at the end of the day it's you're you're not burger king you're not there to just take down orders like what what can i get you no you're you're asking them what their goals are what they what they need to convey and you are prescribing the thing. And if they don't like it, you need to explain why you've done it. Yeah. And then. Because you're a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Just like our post. Because I'm a doctor. That's that. why. Because I'm a doctor, Peggy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that photo. It's so true. I, I had a client right. that even after all the, the discovery, the sign off and everything, we were finalizing the last round of two SKUs in packaging. And I get this email from him. It's like, oh, other people in my company have chimed in. And he gave me uh, three emails uh, from three different people, this is the three worst. different points of view, and about nine to 10 bullet points each. And I'm like, whoa. Like, and none of them participated. I even said it up front. Stakeholders have to be involved in here. We're signing mm-hmm. off, blah, blah, blah. So boy, talk about the one. You know how we always say, like, don't react immediately, like sleep on it and, and wait. <laughs> Cause I'm like, if I write tonight, I'm going to write an email. I'm probably going to regret Yeah. I waited in the morning and I even just said, let's talk. I can't do that on email anymore. Like I, I'm going to, you want to make sure you're coming across sincere. And we had a great conversation and he yeah. literally went like, thank you for explaining that. Can we explain that to the group? I'm like, technically like that kind of is maybe your, your job, job as the point person. But I'll be more than happy to. And we had a great phone call. And I, I let them know that a few of those points were valid. But a lot mm-hmm. of it was very contradictory. And not only that, but off what we agreed on. So I said, we can go backwards and start all over if you all want to be involved. Yeah. But that's way you're talking double, if not triple the, the budget price. So everyone was fine. And it got us back in that's line. That's cool so. that you're sharing this story. Um, there's a few things going on there. Um, mm-hmm. We oftentimes get Oh, overexcited and excited doesn't have to be happy giddy overexcited um, and choose to react straight away. Mm -hmm. It's good to walk away, get to sleep on it. You don't have to respond ASAP. Yeah. Gather your thoughts together on how to handle it in a professional manner. Um, That's a great, that's great. So what if, so what if um, Mm. this was brought up? was super understandably by Wes last week. What if your point of contact is not a phone person? It's not you a know phone how we person. Were talking about that? Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. need to directly get in touch with this with this individual yeah. so that it doesn't get out of hand over email and you're not having to explain, explain, explain and write a novel. Yeah. What how, well, how do you handle that? I would I, I think but haven't we all agreed to like if if a having a client that's not a phone person maybe is not like to me, I don't see a, a, a long-term continuous. Have you guys had client point of contacts that are not phone people? Yeah, but I'm Fun? also not a phone oh. person. So phone. 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 Yeah. phone. yeah. I'm also not a phone I mean, person. So like what? Yeah, totally. But that makes me want to call you every other day. <laughs> Please do. You're the only one I would talk to every day. Michael. That's true. Right. Yeah. But, um, um what were yeah, you going to say? Go ahead, go. Nick. No, I was just going to oh, say, just... yeah, go ahead. After <laughs> you, sir. <laughs> um, they don't become a long-term great contact 
partner in this whole world of being a client um, if they aren't. Like, I love the efficient one. Like, I have one that wants to talk nonstop, and, and it's like, you, you, wow. Like, yeah. Right? So the ones that aren't have are, – we, we, we've learned an efficiency through email and, and correspondence there that when we do call, it's very uh, needed, let's say. But I don't think I have one that can't get on the phone with me, and I have to explain it in my in my way, you know. Sorry, guys. I have to. My dog is driving me nuts. It's like time for his lunch, so I'm gonna go. Oh. You guys carry on amongst yourselves. You guys, I'll be right oh. back. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we could do like one more question too if we need to. Um, but yeah, do you, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think now that, that opened up a little bit of box of curiosity for me mm -hmm. because I'm trying to think back about a point of contact that was just not a, you know, how there's those, those text people, they love to text, they love yeah. to use Slack, they love mm -hmm. to use email. Um, and that you can tell that they're just those types of personalities that will screen the phone calls. Um, sure. I, by and large, I do agree with you. Th those people that you are supporting to further their project, their brand, their marketing collateral, like they want to get it done, they're excited, and they will they will communicate with however avenue is essential for what it takes to get over the line to cross yeah. to get their product over the line or service. Yeah. So it is true, Nick. That is a good point. Because um, we talk about that a lot. That we want we want clients that are more like that. Otherwise, it's like I feel like it's you're then just being a pixel pusher if it's all direction. Okay. But I've had plenty that. We didn't even need to talk because it was just some quick pitch job or whatever, and I was able to do it. And they were and they were cool. We didn't even have to like you know. And you're like, didn't and oh, I'll welcome that. But for like for this project, this guy and his team, we've done maybe nine projects like back to back to back to back, okay. all consumer goods packaging. And I think he he explains things to me better over phone over than phone. he would uh, email. And uh, and for this one. Yeah, for this one, here's my fear. I thought an email with his whole team involved would have sounded, being that a few of them I have not met, it would be like, oh, who's this um, overly yeah. sensitive creative who doesn't want yeah. things to be changed? And yeah. it wasn't that. Oh, good. So good. I, I thought my email could be read that way, even if I was like happy face, smiley emoji all over the place. Yeah. I read, I'd rather come from me in a conversation and it yeah. worked good. So. Good. Best case scenario, but yeah, it could go south. For sure. All right. Exactly. So, so we've got a few more questions coming in from Instagram. So let's go ahead cool. with uh, Shayla's got another one. What are some ways that you continue to that you continue to educate and learn in this industry? Um, yeah, just off the top of my head, things like Skillshare, things like yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Skillshare is a big one. YouTube, even um, that. This is how I've. I think you guys probably have a similar story, even though we have different kind of college careers. Either you, you guys both graduated, correct? Yeah. But even so you probably still like that probably just taught you this much in comparison to like everything you've learned for sure. since. For sure. Well, right? once you figure out how you want to narrow down your career path, I don't yeah. you think that that's probably typical that then you know how to further yourself. Um, I, 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 I really pulled teeth with my very first employer that hired me out of graduate school to pay to further my graduate school. So they pay, they, they paid two additional years at UW um, design school. Um, but I had to commit to two more years with the company. Mm -hmm. So I was willing to do that. I wanted to be able to apply what I was learning um, at university of Washington straight on, onto the job. And that's the best way to practice it. Don't you think like real, real time yeah. scenarios? Oh, you learn 10 times as much in that first year on the job. And for me, it was like learning on the job plus just kind of having, <laughs> having to do things like that I didn't know how to do. And I would just like YouTube it and just figure out like, yeah, you are notorious for that. And so I, I, I love your story and how it's come full circle because look at your main, your, your main channel for communicating and coaching and educating. It's how yeah, you began. It's, and now it's how you are providing education to others. I think it's super cool. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. 
Um, do you have any thoughts on that, Nick? About... I, I was thinking about Linda. We used to talk about that resource. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's they, I think for, they got that's... bought up by LinkedIn, right? And oh, I don't even yeah, hear right. about them anymore. That's right. No, they did. Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah, it's like LinkedIn learning now. Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah. You got the gardener there, too. Nick? Yeah, landscaping. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, like clockwork. I was like, he is using a paper shredder now? Or... Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to get better windows too. Like yeah, it's just right. not so, I don't remember. Uh, I don't know if it's come up on the show before yet, but this past like three weeks, they've been doing like masonry work right outside oh this window here. Yeah. Killing me. I've got oh these God. like, I've got these consulting calls like several a day and I do my like YouTube stuff, whatever. Oh, and I, it's gotta be crazy. It's terrible. And it like some days it they're literally jackhammering right five feet away from me. It's like deafening. So I'm and next week is my YouTube week where I have to like do That's, all my podcasts and all my yeah, uh, YouTube you videos. That? I had to fucking get an Airbnb. <gasps> around, oh no! Around, like around here just to like go somewhere to where I can like. I, you I won't can't do my, just set up in your car. Like, well, I don't even have a car. I don't have a car here. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. No, right. there's like nowhere to go. And it's so un, um, it's unpredictable when they're going to be doing it. And they're like yeah. scaffolding, like, just like, like, hey, guys. Oh, my like, gosh. Just Wouldn't it be my window. It's totally rad if you had one of those Airstreams that we sat in together in I'd LA. love that. Just, that would be so yeah. cool. In a backyard. As a backup plane. Well, me and David, we want to get like a rooftop, a really cool like penthouse apartment with a rooftop. That's definitely in the plans. Awesome. How cool would it be to have like an airstream up on the roof? Oh, you'd have to airlift it up there. That'd be awesome, though. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that um, helicopter rental is going to be probably more than the 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 yeah the airstream. And I, and I, I think getting around the HOA in that one might be a little tough too, but yeah, probably too. We'll right. See. Yeah. Right. All right. right. Cool. So let's go ahead. We've got we definitely have one more question. I don't know if we have any more than that. We've, okay. From Brittany Gaddis. Hey, Brittany. She says, hold on, how do, okay. It's like small type here. How do you deal with potential clients who constantly ask for, for proposals but never want to commit to the contract? <sighs> That's an interesting question. I've never really encountered. Have you gotten this before, Mikkel? Like they want multiple proposals and then they never. Well, I have, I have not proposed. Okay, so. Estimates for me in my case scenario, not proposals. Proposals are a little bit more. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a little there's a little bit more that goes into the presenting the proposals, but estimates yeah. like, oh, can mm-hmm. we shift gears? Can I obtain an estimate for this project scope now? And we haven't oh. even gained approval for the very first one of five now that she's requested, and they're just uh, stacking. Uh, 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 yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> I mean, because think about all the administrative time that 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 you put in to really be thoughtful, and you want to itemize everything so that they're not in the dark, and they you don't think they don't think that they're you're just bullshitting them about this upcharge area here and upcharge here. You, I'm just trying to be explanative and thorough. And you know, sometimes I imagine from FreshBooks, you guys pull from other estimates where the project scope's pretty similar, right? Mm-hmm. And that's useful, but sometimes when things get really totally. nitty-gritty specific, you can't always do that. And it yeah. pisses me off. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. I hate it. And you wonder yeah. why I'm trying to get clients out of <laughs> <laughs> the other way. But, yeah. But, yeah. but this is estimate land and not as exhausting, I would say, as proposals. So this this is a little bit yeah. different for this, this gal's question. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, I might... I might have a disclaimer that limits number of proposals at any given time. If there hasn't been a project that's officially kicked off or you haven't obtained a deposit for, I think that that's might be idea. wise. Yeah. Yeah. It's also depending on it. Like if I've had one that nothing came through and I've done three or four and then the fifth one comes and it's some huge one, I, I might, I might have to try it, you know, just to see. Yeah. No, I, understand. Right. You, I understand. I understand that. You can choose yeah. from other um, estimates or proposals. Yeah. Um, yes. Also, too, what I would do. And Bridget just is so saying she has two of these right now. Two, from which the is like client. two of us. Okay, I, I think two clients like that right now is what oh, she's saying. So, oh, two yeah. clients. Oh my gosh, yeah. I thought it was the number of proposals. Holy it's shit! Yeah. You know what a great way around it is? Instead of doing the full fledged one, maybe it's a ballpark. Like yeah. here's just a ballpark. Yeah. 
yeah. five or six bullet, bullet points with a range. And then that way, it's not the hour and a half thing that you're putting together. Like, you know, I have, I've just looked at FreshBooks today and I saw when my last one was, and I, cause I was trying to get some, uh, putting together like a little presentation to help some of my students with pricing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, there's mm-hmm. so many of them. Like, that's great to know you have a library of them, but that those take a lot of time. So mm-hmm. I've been doing these, like, almost like, is it, are we in the right zone feel ones? Like, is this w- what you like? Is this where we're at? Then I'll do a more full blown detailed line by line items one. Yeah. yeah be a way around it because you can't it depends on too if now if you're being fulfilled with other clients and you don't need that person anymore maybe it's like hey we've gone through three and nothing really came out of it you know um right now i'm not accepting anything new really at this point that could be a great way to close it down and one thing too that i've kind of adopted over the past few years and it it didn't happen overnight right it wasn't like Mm -hmm. i could just one day stand my fingers and do this but i started doing those discovery those really in-depth discoveries as kind of a way to get people to trust me and to do having multiple dealings with me and feel like, Hey, this is the guy I want to to work with. And at a certain point I just started charging for that as its own thing. And that would lead into the project. Not saying everyone can do that right away, but once you get good at that, that's you can, that's yeah, like do paid discovery that way. Yeah, you're yeah. getting paid for all that work at least, yeah. rather than yeah, yeah, no. And those are the, those are the kind of things that you can sort of morph into the more experience you you yeah. become. I mean, we have all shared commonly that at the forefront, the beginning of our careers, we were, you know, running. I mean, Nick, I'm thinking of examples that you've shared in the past where you worked mm-hmm. up some concepts, not having the. the landed the job but it was yeah. a way for you to wow them turn mm-hmm. them on and let them know this is the quality that you would be receiving if time permitted at that moment i needed it yeah you know yeah okay but i like wes you have a great idea i i ran into an independent contractor at a client's the other day and she was saying that uh, she does that same idea where it's like she was getting way too many proposals and estimates so she made a, a introductory package thing like it's 250 bucks but here's what i'm going to do to, cool. to give you some some sense of how I would do That's it, cool. and that tells me if you're if you're flat you rate it. package it nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Oops, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, giving so you some music. The too. live stream ended, so I'm gonna have to go ahead and uh, um, that's right, we were about try to do hour, that right? again. Oh, that it ends cool. at an hour. Is that what happens? Yes, I believe. Okay, so, so I'm gonna go live again. Talk amongst yourselves. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Unless you have like. 100,000 followers. Is that what it is? Now oh, no, I think actually to be... live, live is a, I think it's 60 minutes for everybody. But does it not let you do it again? Because now, oh, here we go. Yeah, you should. Okay. All right. So let me, okay. So, because we, we did have one more question. Oh, cool. But I think that was part of the last. So oh, anyway, yeah, anyone here, it? guys? Yeah, no one's here yet. I think they, okay. but anyway. Um, I think that'll about do it, though, guys. I mean, we're almost at an hour here, so. Yeah, I think that was awesome. Yeah. I have I love... to wrap it up anyway. I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. So I just want to quickly, kind of before we sign off here, kind of go over uh, the announcement here, which yes. we is, um, and we don't have everything kind of lined up yet, but uh, the main gist is I've decided that I'm going to be kind of taking a step back from the show. And the reason being, you know, basically just because I don't really consider myself a graphic designer anymore. You know, that's not really my focus in my career. And I think I'd be doing everyone listening a disservice by, you know, not being that not being my true passion and coming on and talking about the show. And I've got another show that I've um, is kind of more in my zone of um, what I think I'm actually much better at. So if anyone wants to, but first of all, what I'm doing, the show's not ending. I'm basically, I'm basically passing the baton along to these two. Um, so you're in very capable hands and I will be here um, as a guest from time to time whenever they'll have me. And so it's not goodbye. It's just, I'm not going to be kind of the, the ringleader of the circus anymore. So. I just, I just want to um, interject really quickly that yeah. just in case there's anything misleading going on that. So I've been um, 
I've been in contact with some of the listeners that are not graphic designers. They're photographers. They're um, seamstress. One of them, okay. uh, one of them um, makes jewelry, mm-hmm. but they benefit from our show in other general ways about taking reign of a independent practice altogether. Yeah. Um, and I would say in the beginning, we talked more shop talk, right? Technicalities, mm-hmm. maybe back in Brandon days where we would talk about Adobe programs and stuff and, you know, how they suited our business. But I think that that's a good thing to kind of take notice of too, is that a lot of these creatives listening to our show, maybe by and large, they are, you know, haven't made the leap and they're looking forward to that. And they, you know, are looking for some advice on how to run their own independent gig. But for those listeners that are running different creative based practices that aren't graphic design per se, you're still in the right you're like it this yeah. is still this is still applicable for all of you. And yeah. I didn't even touch on some of the other areas that people have found their niche, right? Yeah. Um but but there might be YouTubers that listen to our show. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I, there's I just plenty of creatives that calculating every, you know, right. For sure. Narrow. Yeah. So I think, and I, you know, this is basically just kind of come, it's, it's something I've thought about for, for a little bit here, just thinking, is this really what I, what I want to do and what I want to talk about and what I want to kind of strategize about. And at the end of the day, it's really, um, I get, much more enjoyment out of talking about marketing stuff and design stuff. And yeah, so that's, that's the only reason. Yeah. Um, I still like, I love talking to you guys every couple of weeks. It's one of the highlights of my month. Um, <laughs> so I hope to keep the party going and be able to come on and talk yeah. to you guys whenever you want. For sure. I'll certainly make time for it. I just, uh, you know, the editing and all that stuff, it's just something I'm not, mm-hmm. not really <laughs> interested in doing anymore, but, but yeah. So Nick, I think, we we don't you don't have it worked out exactly yet what's happening but we do think like Nick you will kind of be taking over my role for the most part right gotcha is yeah. that what and I yeah yeah we want to just open it up to like what we could do to improve and we've got a lot of ideas and talking to other people that would love to be involved in a rotating kind of way too so like there's we're so open to what we want to do with this and if there's anything we're missing now would and be a great time to be a part of that rotation don't yeah it would be really cool to have that yeah i'd say the, you know we're both instagram would be a great way to catch us or even on twitter you know where to find us there but like yeah let us know what you think would be a great you know addition to the cast addition to the the lineup addition to the the, the course the for the the format Theme, here subject matter. yeah, yeah. you yeah. know because it's we want to use it in a, in a great way to really think of you first and what, what kind of stuff we can add to this mix. Um, it's a, it comes at an interesting time for all of us too, because of it's source of some of our questions today. So like, you know, the more we can diversify and change and do whatever we can to kind of be a voice for everybody. Uh, that's our goal here, you know? So well let said. us know. And, and, oh, and as well, you should have started with, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> but, but it is you it is us <laughs> i don't want to lie to the people <laughs> you know just kidding but yeah but this whole you know the whole thing i think it you know we've evolved we've changed we all have like i mean yeah. like it's it's interesting too how um hopefully and I, staying static and, and 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 not changing is kind of boring and you know every question we get revolves around changing getting better growing bigger you know and what you've done is really kind of prospected a whole new field and found incredible success and good stuff there and you started it here you know and yeah it's been a natural progression of of interests and Mm -hmm. it's just like i've kind of gone to a new interest that i i just enjoy talking about more and like it lights me up more to to strategize and come up with those topics versus like design topics so um, but I still love design and it's still a part yeah. of what I do. Um, and I knew, I knew you were getting out of it when you said you liked comic sand. So I was kind of like, Whoa, where's he going with this? I'm just <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Wes put out a thing. I don't know if you saw it, like his favorite typefaces. It was like hobo comic sand. Papyrus. <laughs> hobo. I was like, is he? 
<laughs> yeah, that, that was my way out. I was I was really trying to get fired with that one. Was, yeah. But coming from a a, 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 re, a real listener of the pro- program too, you know, uh, when I first heard your guys' voice the first time, I remember that day I was walking around my office going, I got to quit one of these days. I got to start my <laughs> own thing. And I'm looking going, there's got to be a design podcast somewhere. And it was you guys and, you know, you guys and Brandon. I remember listening to it yeah. every time. I remember the feeling of when a new one drops you know how how and so i know that feeling uh from the listener standpoint of how much uh who our friend that said it, he it, he walks with us to work every morning i remember that 100% so i know the role we have that's awesome for sure yeah cool well yeah. so i'm i'm excited that it's going to keep continuing um and like i say i will still be around i'm going to be like the barbara walters of the view and she just <laughs> Threw her hands up and said, you ladies run the show. I will be back when I can uh, just kind of be more of a guest. So, um, But you'll come back and actually be able to complete full sentences. <laughs> I, I don't promise that, Nick. I don't promise that. We'll we never have. Yeah. <laughs> Coherent thoughts aren't exactly my thing. But, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a great almost 10 years. I can't believe that. And, um, you know, this, again, this is not goodbye. I will certainly be back. I will just not be the, the one leading the charge anymore. That's going to be you, Nick. And, uh, right. and Mikkel, you'll still be here as well, fulfilling your same royal <laughs> duties. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so this has been great guys. And I'm really happy. I want to thank everybody for listening all these years, or if you're new, um, Thank you for that as well. Thanks for finding us. And it's been it's been great. It's been quite a ride and a journey going on this with you guys. So I'm really happy to have has been. had it I in my, it. yeah, have, have this be part of my journey. So um, I will be back, like I said, mark my words on that. So guys, what can the listeners expect in terms of, I mean, well, there might be a break. Is that like a, while you figure stuff out or do you think it'll be like a smooth... I, ease into the next yeah, episode I or we got to talk right <laughs> i yeah, think yeah. mikhail and i are gonna we have a list of things we want to talk about and put together and maybe what we'll try to do is a uh a one or two in between kind of vibe too like you know we'll just talking and 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 talk about what we heard from from listeners and everything that could mm-hmm. be a fun thing to do um so we'll try as best as we can to kind of be back in two weeks from like you know as best as we can and then uh and then put something together and 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 Give it a shot. Cool. Right? Yeah, it sounds great. So <laughs> same name, like the feed The yeah. feed should not change at all. Um, right. No interruption yeah, there. And um, if you, if anyone misses me, I know you're all going to miss me so much because I've, I've got my show. It's called The Profitable Website. Yeah, I was going to say, make, make sure you put that out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's basically, it's not going to be for everybody, but if you're interested in website optimization for like marketing purposes, like helping your clients get more business through their websites. The, the, the show is really aimed at the business owner, but you can certainly listen in and steal my little tricks for yourself for yeah, your own yeah. clients. So I'd love to have you listening to me there. I have expert guests on with me. I have coaching calls that you can eavesdrop in on and all that good stuff. So I'm not going anywhere and I will certainly be back here as well. And we'll definitely all be, we, we can still share a booth <laughs> at yeah. the next Adobe yeah. Mac. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, we are, we are part of the virtual one this year. Okay. Uh, it's obviously not going to be a live one, but uh, our podcast and we'll, maybe we'll have to do a, f- a fun few connected podcasts there uh, once that, the, the, those uh, episodes come around in a few months. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Excellent. All right, guys. Well, go ahead and say it, Wes. All right. For one last time, (laughs) keep designing and catch us next time on the Deeply Graphic Design Cast.